We are heading to the Danjan Zone again today on the country. Yep, with the Danjans. Emma Paul Knee Danjan, current Young Farmer of the Year, and Tim Danjan, Knee Danjan, uh, if that makes any sense. He was the 2022 uh, Young Farmer of the Year. And since we last chatted, guys, on the 26th of July, a lot of water has gone under the bridge. In fact, in the Upper North Island where you two are based, Waikato and West Auckland, there's been a lot of water full stop, Emma Paul. Yep, no, there has been, Jamie. Um, yeah, good afternoon. We've certainly had a bit of rain, but we've also had a bit of sunshine and um, a bit of metaphorical rain, I guess, too, with that dairy payout dropping. So, yeah, some challenging times ahead for farmers, really, isn't there? Absolutely. Well, you're a new entrant. Well, when I say a new entrant, uh, you and your husband, Chris, who was the runner-up in The Young Farmer last year as well, uh, have bought another property. How was the timing of that one? Yeah, it's, it's a tricky one, but um, it's a, sort of the thing with dairy farming. You've um, you've got to get in when everyone else is looking away, don't you? Um, otherwise, you sort of get priced out of the market. So we're definitely in it for the long run, and it's going to be a challenging season, if not a couple of seasons ahead of us. But um, just got to remain positive and remember why we wake up and do this in the first place, Jamie. Do you reckon we can ring fence these poor returns to one season, i.e. 23-24? Oh, it'd be nice to, wouldn't it? But um, yeah, I can't. Yeah, certainly can't say for sure. Um, some of the economists might be better placed to to answer that one. But um, yeah, it'd be certainly nice to to restrict it to this season, wouldn't it? Well, if you don't know, I don't know who should know. You're the brightest young farmer in the year currently. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's certainly a lot of space and growth and learning in, in that area, Jamie. So yeah. Well, your brother Tim, who was the Young Farmer of the Year last year, is a Mirawai beef farmer. And I was going to say, uh, Tim, when it comes to the pastoral farming industries anyhow, beef's the best of a bad lot at the moment. Yeah, it is reasonably stable, I suppose, Jamie, but we're still sort of not looking to get to the heights of prices that we did last year. So we're sort of in a similar boat to everyone in the pastoral sector, I think, where we just sort of head down and and try and tighten the belt wherever we can and just try and sort of navigate through the next 12 months and hopefully by then these interest rates start to peel back. We are finally seeing some sunshine out here on the West Coast, which is much needed. Uh, So, yeah, we're just sort of trying to be patient, really, Jamie, and, and, and try and get through the next year or so. Tim, what did you make of that? That farmer confidence survey from Federated Farmers yesterday, a farmer confidence at historic lows. Yeah, well, it's at historic lows since 2009, which was when I think they started taking the survey, but it doesn't really surprise me, Jamie. Um, like I sort of said earlier, though, it's just about coming up with that plan so that, so that farmers know how they can navigate through the next 6 to 12 months, and that sort of gives you some reassurance and hope that, that there is sort of sunshine on the other side. So that would be my message to farmers out there is, is communicate and make sure you've got that plan ahead of you. And, and what we're sort of doing at home here is we're just sort of having to exercise patience, really. We're, We've, we know that we're sort of not where we'd like to be and we've, we've got to peel back on some of the development that, we, that we've been doing or, or had planned. But at the same time, we're sort of trying to be grateful for what we do have. And, and you know, as long as there's a roof over our heads and, and food on the table, then there's still plenty of stuff to keep us busy on farm. And I guess the pair of you, whoever wants to chime in, feel free that uh, if you get a bit down on the dumps about farming in the 2020s, you could always talk to your parents. Were they farming in the 1980s? Yeah, they were, actually. Do you want to cover that off, him? Yeah, I know. You go for it, Tim. 
Yeah, yeah, they were they were farming then, Jamie, and that was when sort of Dad realised that he had to get off farm, and and so he started up his sawmilling business, which grew and grew. But yeah, it was obviously pretty challenging times then as well. And I think at least one positive that can come out of it is that that you strip your business right back, and you and you sort of can become more efficient long term. So that's sort of what we're doing at the moment. Is we're looking pretty hard at everything that we do, and where the best returns will be going forward. Well, Emma, we just need the government to take the same attitude to its business. There is so much wasteful spending by this government. You may not wish to get uh, political on this one, but it's just sending out the wrong message for a lot of Kiwis, not only farmers, mum and dad businesses and people in urban New Zealand with big mortgages on their house. They're all doing it tough. Yeah, I guess it just reflects that, you know, the whole country's in it together. And one of the hardest parts when there's these economic downturns is it really affects the whole community rather than just, you know, it's not just us at the farm level, isn't it? So farmers are renowned for putting money back into communities, but when things get tight, um, they have to tighten up their charitable spending and that sort of thing as well. So, um, yeah, it's really a time to... Not worry too much about what the government's doing and rally together around your rural sector and all of the people within your community and, and just try and get through it, like Tim said. Now, as I mentioned at the beginning of this, we last chatted to you guys on the 26th of July. On the 28th of July, Rowena tells me that a certain, is it Lee or Leah? Leah. Leah. Uh, your sister won a prize on ZM, one of our music brand stations here at uh, NZME, to live expense-free for the rest of 2023. And this couldn't go to a better person because, Emma, I think your sister Leah is a lawyer, but she's a lawyer for a charity. It's a not-for-profit, so, you know, she's obviously not being paid a fortune. Yeah, she's um, yeah, she works incredibly hard. Leah does, and she's incredibly passionate about yeah providing that lawyer advice within um within the community to people that need it. So um, yeah, couldn't couldn't have gone to a better person really. So she was pretty lucky there, Jamie. All right, guys. Hey, thank you very much for your time, and I uh, you know sincerely hope the sun keeps shining in the Upper North Island where you two are based, because goodness knows you need it. And uh, yeah, I reckon next year, 2024 is going to be a better year. We've just got to get there, eh? Cheers, oh, Jamie. Totally. Good. Cheers, Jamie.